Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Sif Spoil for mm. Spider-Man's Far From Home. <laughs> Spider-Man is far from home. <laughs> why should, why should, we, should we pluralize Spider-Man's? Yeah. Uh, now we've got into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Humans. Spooter peeps. Uh, sure. Yes, yeah. exactly. Whatever you say. Anyways, we're going to talk spoilers for Far From Home. Uh, we're not going to worry about uh, spoiling it. So if you haven't seen it, they all die. you probably don't want to be here. Also, we're going to jump around a little bit. So it might be, might be a little bit confusing. Yeah. Uh, do we start with the end credit scenes? Like, is oh, that, I thought we were going to start with Quentin Beck and Mysterio. Well, we can, we can start there as well. So... This I'll, char- let you, I'll let you just go wherever you want. Well, no, that's fine because the Quentin McBeck character yeah. uh, is fascinating to me as somebody who hasn't read the comics because for a lot of this movie, yeah. we are at least given the opportunity to believe that he is a hero, that he is somebody who really has the best interest in mind. Yeah. Um, I will say that I am an aware enough movie watcher that I obviously knew that wasn't going to be the case, mm-hmm. but I didn't know what the. T- twist part of that was going to be necessarily i assumed maybe he would become the villain um but he wasn't because of the performance necessarily the performance was very straightforward and yeah and uh you know and interesting in that way i come to find out afterwards that his character in the comics is very much about you know like he's an actor right he's a stunt uh, visual effects uh stuntman like he like creates all those uh cg illusions and stuff Mm -hmm. for the movies yeah yeah he wanted to be a leading man but he was too ugly and that's why they got jake gyllenhaal to play him (laughs) it doesn't make any sense at all um so i thought the reveal was was great in the bar and what was what was really fascinating about it for me and again maybe for everybody because again i don't know the comic stuff but what's fascinating for me is you know people who are in the bar started disappearing but not all of them yeah i found that fascinating because then i'm like well what what is is this guy you know this guy looks like he's you know inching along jake dylan hall like he's watch you know watching the same thing he's watching and i'm just like wait is that guy gonna disappear too yeah because originally that's what i I figured it was all an illusion but he actually has a team working with him which duh of course he does like if you're gonna make this even somewhat believable it's gonna take a huge team of people and that's what i was talking about the exposition scene where he's listing off every single person and their contribution (laughs) you know i kind of liked it though it was kind of fun it was like and what makes it fun is his performance right it's just it's kind of this over the top you know kind of ceo who just wants to you know give lip service to how much he loves his staff and oh yeah you know that kind of thing so (laughs) the implementation of barf for um this character seems like a perfect uh entry point for mysterio Mm. you know he's an illusionist you know he he shows you things that aren't really there right and barf you know was introduced in age of ultron and it's just been sitting dormant nobody's used this you know technology in any of the movies and i'm like why hasn't anybody it's so effective you could have mm -hmm. used that so many times and now 
I now that I know, I don't think they waited for Mysterio for it, but the fact they did wait, it just seems so perfect. It is perfect. Yeah. And the fact that they use actual actors who were in those movies yeah. uh, is perfect well, as well. They didn't, really. Well, they did. Absolutely, they did. The one guy who was like, sorry, I'm not Tony Stark. Yeah. That's not him. Those, I'm not sure exactly, but there were two, I'm almost sure, were actually in the original movies. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um. That's probably something we need to fact check. Yeah, maybe producer Phil can fact check that for us. Um, but I, th- I th- he's laughing like, no, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Um, sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like a little more uh, work than uh, than we want to put into it. Uh, either way, I found it you know fascinating and interesting. Yeah. And and you know there is an element of believability that it really stretches the idea that you could be because the movie treats the illusions in a couple different ways. In one way, Spider Man actually goes into the illusion and is on the inside of it. It. Yeah. But if that's possible, how do you do any of the illusions? Because there's so many uh, visual effects of smog and smoke and you know fire and different things. As soon as you would step into any of them, you would think you would be on the inside. Like it's it's hard to, from my mind at least, to comprehend how you know once Spider-Man went on the inside, how he wasn't seeing that. Like in the fight, uh, the the Ferris wheel. Like, there were plenty of times, based on what he was doing in that Ferris wheel fight, he should have been inside the illusion. Right? Am I wrong about that? Maybe I need to watch it again. What do you mean by inside the illusion? You remember the final fight? Yeah. He went inside the illusion where all the the drones were, and, you know, spider stuck them together and then electroshocked them. So remember the visual of being yeah. in there with all the pixel. You saw the blue pixels. Maybe because around. they were projecting outwards as opposed to projecting. But that's inwards. what I'm saying. I'm saying even in that, you know, the Ferris wheel scene. At some point, he would have been, you know, on the inside of those things, watching them project outwards. Like it yeah. just doesn't make. It, if you start to think about it, it really falls apart. It doesn't yeah. make sense how no, that projection would right. work. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. It falls apart right there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree so much with what you just said that at the point towards the end of the movie where he, where he called his shot and said, mm-hmm. that, Oh, it's okay. I'm going to go inside. Mm-hmm. I was like, how? How do you like, go inside? I mean, it shouldn't it, be possible. Yeah. Like it, that should have already happened right. at this point. Yeah. yeah. No, you're 100% right. Yeah. Um, but then he uses Peter Tingles to, uh, <laughs> which might be my favorite action sequence in the entire movie. Well, he basically becomes Daredevil at that point, yeah. which is which is fascinating to me. Yeah. Um, and it's great. I loved it. I, I really did love that. Yeah. Um, and I love the fact that they use that as the kind of the ultimate fake news thing in the first, um, you know, the J. Jonah Jameson, uh, you know, in credits. Which scene. they got J.K. Simmons it's back. Great. It's beautiful. And they kept it a secret. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, it's just, it's, that's great. I'm looking at the IMDb and, and he actually is billed in, on IMDb. TV.com, so like definitely don't go to that website before watching the movie i bet yeah. that i bet that billing wasn't on oh, there absolutely. until the movie came out no, i agree yeah i agree oh so good though yeah almost as good as it was the, the biggest by the way it was the biggest reaction in my theater what jay jonah, jonah jameson. jameson yeah people che- like it lost was, their mind yeah because that character is so integral to uh-huh. an iconic yeah and now he's alex jones you know yeah. now, now he's like you know uh you know doing fake news yeah it's fascinating. I love it. Um, but yeah, even bigger than that, uh, Quentin Beck reveals to the world Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Yeah. And Spider-Man's name. And the movie does an interesting thing where you think maybe it's going to cut out. 
Yeah. Like in and it kind of double punches you where it's like, yes. oh no, are they really gonna? Oh, okay, they're gonna. You know, it's gonna cut out. Oh and no, it comes they really back. did it. Yeah. You know, that's a beautiful one-two punch there. Um, yeah. And uh, and that's huge. It's that, the huge. consequences for the MCU. That is so huge. Yeah. Um, it reminded me, that, you know, in the first Iron Man, where where he know, just says, "I am, I am Iron Man." I was like, up until that mm. point, that was just not something superheroes did. Yeah. And so it's kind of similar to, in another way of kind of mirroring the. The Spider-Man, Iron Man kind of thing where it's like, in one case, of course, it was a choice. In this case, it was forced. But yeah, um, how do you how do you feel about how integral Iron Man has become to the Spider-Man character? Because I don't think that's a comic thing, right? Like they were never father, father figure kind of thing. Uh, in not the main that I comics. know of, no. Okay. Because um, I've been reading a lot of recent Marvel comics mm-hmm. where Morales is more featured than Peter Parker. Right. So... Um, but how but do you feel about that? I like it. I, I, like, I really like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it it gives you and not an excuse. Excuse is a bad word. It gives you a reason not to go down the rabbit hole that is Uncle Ben. Mm-hmm. You know, giving that you know moral center and compass to Stark as opposed to Ben is so refreshing. You know, because yeah. he we know that Stark is flawed. Uncle Ben was always portrayed as, you know, <laughs> you know, the wisest, you know, kindest, you know. So to have a more realistic figure to look up to is just better. Yeah. I just I love that it, you know, I love the dual aspect of giving Spider-Man a father figure that he wants, you know, so badly and also Iron Man, you know, giving him you know, a, a son figure. Yeah. Um, which, you know, he has a daughter now. Yeah. Um, but, but he definitely, before she was born, had, I should say, yeah, before she was born, he definitely looked at Peter as a son. As a son. Yeah. yeah I think, I think that's great stuff. Um, also in the end credits, we can go ahead and, and keep talking about, we can go to the second one and, and just the fact that, uh, um, Fury and, uh, and agent Hill were scrolls or scrolls. That was crazy. And not only Scrolls, that was Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah. Yeah. It was so good because that entire movie, I'm like, something's off with Fury. Yeah. You know what I originally thought it was? I thought that it was because um, Mysterio sometimes uses a, a, like a animatronic uh, droids, you know, mm-hmm. that look like, uh, you know, people, you know. And I'm like, oh, maybe that's what it is. But at the same time, he's saying things that, you know, he's questioning. It just doesn't make sense. But when it was revealed that it was actually scrolls, I'm like, that makes so much sense. Nick Fury's up Fury, chilling. Fury was acting weird. <laughs> Hill was acting weird. Why did I not, you know, it's just uh-huh. something's off with these characters. And now that I know that it was them, I'm like, you know what? That might be Sam Jackson's one of his best performances. <laughs> Great. Getting close to Nick Fury, but... You know, not close enough to where it was uncanny. It's uncanny valley. Like something's off with this character. And He's saying weird things. Well, in in one of my favorite weird things that that he says makes total sense when um, when Spider Man's asking, "Don't invoke about, her name." Don't invoke her name. How dare you invoke her name? Yeah, and it's just like that is makes complete sense now. Yeah, and it's like it was funny when Nick Fury said it. But now it's even better because, you know, it totally makes sense. Yeah. And all the while, Nick Fury's up on a spaceship, 
asking where her shoes are. Yeah. You know? like, it's just, it's great. And I, again, like I said, I think that's because they know they are going to, like, space is this next phase. Like, it's yeah. going to mostly be happening in space. And, you know, Nick Fury uh, has to be there for whatever's going on up there. And, you know, they didn't want to take the time to come down to Earth and get Nick Fury and then take him back up to space and... It, I think it was it forced them into a really fun kind of thing. It makes me question how long Ben Mendelsohn has been portraying Nick Fury in mm, these movies. Interesting. How long? Yeah. Um. I. I can't be do that you, long. We really you, just met. I mean, we just. I mean. Do you oh think, no! I guess the, the cap. I'm, I'm an idiot. Captain Marvel took place in the 80s, so it could have been you know yeah. long after that. Well, what I'm curious is is that really or 90s? Sorry, 90s. Yeah. Is that really um, Fury at? Tony's funeral. Mm-hmm. Or is that Ben Mendelssohn? No, that's that's uh, no, that's Fury. You think? Uh, oh yeah. Okay. I just yeah, on an was, emotional level, Fury would not have missed that. Yeah. I think I read that that, was, that scene in the funeral scene was like eight months before these events. Like, I mean, he he had. I don't think he's been on vacation that long. So yeah, yeah. I think he, yeah he hop he hopped a flight after the funeral and yeah you know is now going to do business up there. Um, man, what a what an amazing in credit sequence. Yeah. Probably the most impactful post-credit scene since the reveal of Thanos in the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely has consequences. Yeah. Um, so thank some- God it wasn't an ant playing drums. <laughs> that one was a little inconsequential. Uh, a little. <laughs> some of the action uh, we can talk about. We can talk about the fact of you know kind of the virtual reality type action. Yeah. Um, the the I- strange, the Doctor Strange effect mm-hmm. of it all. That and the uh, the Peter Tingle's fight scene at the end are my two favorite action scenes. There's there's a real interest the the real interesting punch of the you know Nick Fury using Nick Fury as a part of the illusion, but pretending not to be part of the illusion and pretending that he shot Mysterio yeah. and then getting the information. That's a really great you know kind of one two reveal, and then him pushing Peter Parker in front it's of the train, train, which yeah. wow way to survive that i yeah. mean i'm not sure how that happened but uh well he's spider-man he is he is uh and then people don't un, people underestimate how strong spider-man is that's a because, great point because no, 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 of no, that's the a mcu yeah. the mcu's version of uh spider-man is so much weaker than he is in the comics yeah like he's way stronger than captain america in the comics he's way stronger than actually a lot of people in the mcu yeah um, I loved uh, watching some of the Spider-Man, like I said, you know, planning his attacks, like when he creates the slingshot and then, you know, sweeps all the way around and uses the slingshot, his own web slingshot. Yeah. I thought that was, you know, super cool. He had like um, electrical webs at one point, like he like lit them mm-hmm. up and mm-hmm. kind of electrified everything. Um, he designed his own suit. I thought but that there, was there really There were so sweet. many different suits in this movie and yeah. I loved all of them. Has, yeah. he, has he used a wingsuit? In, in yes. the previous movies? Okay. In the previous he has? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I guess well, just well, what do you think of the black suit? Night, Night Monkey. Night Monkey. Night Monkey. <laughs> I love Night Monkey. No, uh, at the end, uh, when he was at the Washington Monument, he jumped off, remember? He had the wings, and he flew over okay. the helicopter in uh, okay. Homecoming. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, man, it was so moving watching Happy Watch. Him, as he built as he built his stuff and you know because he looked how, like tony at that moment totally was doing all the same you know kind of movements tony <laughs> i does. love led zeppelin <laughs> <laughs> well and that song was the very first song that was played in yeah. Iron, yeah the original iron man so he's he was like yeah you uh you do the computer or you make this dude i'll, I'll provide the music yeah. or whatever <laughs> yeah 
No, it's great stuff. I like that's still a little bit of, you know, Peter doing the, have you ever seen this really, really old movie? You know, mm-hmm. it's just the ignorant youth, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's playing off of that still, but st- I, I still He had several it. lines like that. At, w- at one point he says, like, um, like it was, of course it's true, it was on the news or whatever, you know, it's like the, that ignorance oh, yeah. of, of, of young you know, teenager life is interesting. Yeah. And then not monkey. <laughs> uh, what do you guys think of uh, <laughs> the drone? Kill Brad <laughs> and the bus. Yes. Well, we, Take we out Brad. We haven't talked about the glasses, which is, you know, yeah. another Tony Stark uh, invention and, and interesting. There's that one scene where Peter's having that, you know, that inner conundrum like, did Tony really mean for me to have these or did he yeah. just want me to give these to somebody? Yeah. You know, that doubt, you know, of like, I'm not worthy. There's no way he thought a kid could be worthy. Mm-hmm. When Tony knew all along, you know, and the fact that when he has that realization that, oh, Tony really did mean for me to have this, he believed in me. I should start believing in myself, you know? Yeah. Um, because the entire movie he's questioning, does he even want to be a superhero without Tony in the world, you know? Should I just go back to being a kid, you know, going on field trips and stuff like that? Yeah. Ghosting Nick Fury. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny stuff. Uh, I was also very pleased that this movie does not open up the reality of alternate universes. Um, yeah. Which is, which is nice because that was something that I you saw somebody... You were not a fan of. Well, I saw somebody tweet about it or you, you may have I even may mentioned... Have... I gave you permission, I think, to mention it at one point. We were talking about the future of the MCU and how right. they could potentially tie in like the X Men and the Fox properties, right? Like, yeah. Maybe a multiverse. And in I, it was gonna. I mean, I was gonna. I would have made my peace with it, whatever. But you know, after just coming through how time travel undermines can undermine emotional impact and consequences, multiverses does can do the same thing. And to add both of those things into Marvel at the same time, uh, I, I was not looking forward to that. So I'm yeah. glad that that actually was a red herring, um, and and not something that they they actually went through with. Yeah. So I thought that scene was hilarious, though, where he's like explaining his origin and oh, what planet yeah. he's from. And again, I don't know how much of the Quentin Beck story in the comics uh, is. No, he's just a stuntman, okay. like a special effects artist. Uh, I, I try to remember the Earths that they that he mentioned, like the eight one six or something like that. Six one six, I yeah. think. Yeah, yes, they the, do. Six sixteen is is a real thing in the yeah, comics. Yeah, they have. Each of those numbers actually does have a real meaning and stuff. Yeah. Like even the world like you and I are in right now has a special number. I'm trying to remember what number it is. Well, that, I'm, I'm used again. I'm used to the multiverse stuff just because I still watch Flash, and Flash does a ton of multiverse stuff. Yeah. Um. Uh. So. So but, I'm I'm used to navigating that in my brain, but it does it does have definite consequences uh, uh or undermines consequences emotionally yeah yeah um, in, in the comics earth 616 is like the core like mm-hmm. all the main comics are from there yeah and then there's other comic um uh, code numbers i guess you could say of, yeah. of other realities that are mentioned in the comic books at all as well but like the i guess like I think the, the MCU, MCU is, actually is 616 no no no. it's it's actually uh one nine 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 or something like that oh, is okay. the mcu like earth number and so like the fact that he mentioned 616 is actually kind of like if you know all that stuff going into the movie is kind yeah. of like already a kind of a red flag like something's well, it's not e- right here. it's an easter egg for sure yes yeah um yeah that's fascinating stuff uh mj figuring out yeah 
that he spoke. And then, and then doubting that she figured it out and like, oh, I was, yeah, of course I was right. Uh, yeah, of course I knew it. Yeah. Uh, that was what Phil was telling me is in the trailer. I was really angry that that was in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, blows my mind what they put in trailers. Uh, I, that, that scene, I mean, for you, it was impactful. I, I was sad that it was not impactful for me when she revealed it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, their first kiss, I think, is great. It's so awkward and you know it's like a, du- a double pick and then he goes in for a little more serious kiss or whatever but yeah. i i thought their relationship was so cute i yeah. just it's just adorable yeah so that's Old fun stuff brad grew up oh how about how about how fun ned's relationship was in this movie oh my god that was the best stuff in babe. this movie man babe. hey babe yeah babe how you became overnight this wise relationship expert guru oh man you see peter let me tell you <laughs> really broke up when they got back yeah and, and they still try to act mature about it uh-huh. like sometimes yeah. people just grow apart and, you know it's so true too uh the other the other oh you have something to fill to say about say, that he, ned was given a real proper role in this movie and right I, I was so glad about that well yeah. they even played a little bit of the without overdoing it a little bit of the mj ned jealousy when oh, yeah. mj found out he's i like, knew i knew first i knew first you know that kind of stuff was hilarious um i the other just in this is so great the movie starts with whitney houston i will always love you and going into that yeah you know the power, immemorium powerpoint ish you know uh you know video it's just the best just some of the images have shutter stock like yeah. still on them and they're low resolution and it's just so high school channel one kind of stuff and it's so great yeah this movie's hilarious man it's, it's great yeah yeah anything else you want to bring up can't really think of anything is there something that's popping into your head no i think we've kind of you know gone through all the different yeah. things you know we, okay we... so you had no idea about quentin beck no uh, uh, so what did you for a part of the movie you were thinking man these elementals are just you know they're kind of a cliched villain you know? i i had it figured out okay. um i didn't know going into it but i i just i again i assumed that mysterious mysterious i didn't know it was visual effects i thought maybe he had accidentally opened something real uh-huh. Um. Yeah. As a way to you know become Earth's you like know, he was dis- trying to be a hero, but he accidentally right. did I something. Knew, I, I could sense he just wanted to be the new Iron Man. Like he wanted that attention. Um. But I didn't know all the details of it. Um. And I, I assumed then because me assuming that it was fake that he would be some sort of villain. Yeah. By the end, I also like the fact that the mocap suit that they use to actually capture stuff is actually a suit in this movie. Like he's actually. Oh, is it? I didn't know that. Yeah, he's using like the, the actual mocap suit. Yeah, like the the triangle suit that he wears. You know, like has like all the dots on it and yeah. stuff like that. That's an actual mocap suit that even like uh, Mark Ruffalo uses for the Hulk, or even yeah. Spider Man uses for his spider suit. That's the actual mocap suit that now, Marvel u- movies use. Every time he's flying, that's a visual effect, right? Like he yeah. he doesn't have a flying suit. Yeah, it's just a visual effect of. Yeah. And yeah. so you know, it's also kind of funny because then he puts the helmet on. It's just a big, you know. But it's a hilarious looking costume. But that also has practical implications of it takes less, you know, uh, effects computing. to generate his face. Right, exactly. Computing power to generate his face. So that's it. Yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah. Good stuff. All righty. Great time. Great time. If nothing else, again, it's a great time at the movies. So, yeah. There you go. 
There's spoilers for Spider-Man Far From Home. I'm very interested to see how they take it now that the whole world know that, knows that he's Spider-Man. Like that, I mean, really we don't know anything about when the next Spider-Man movie is going to be. Mm. We don't. We don't even know. I mean, this was the last on the contract that you know the contract that they had with uh, that they have Sony with Sony about being having creative control of Spider-Man while Sony has ownership control of Spider-Man. So Sony's success with Spider-Verse may have them itching to take him back from. Like, there's a lot unknown right Disney now. Disney would buy Sony before they let Spider-Man go. <laughs> well, that takes two to make that. You can't just buy somebody without them, you know, uh, agreeing to it. So, Yeah, well, do you think that Disney would uh, go to the fans and say, hey, Sony won't let us do it. Let them know what you think. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's fascinating. Mob mentality, it's, man. It's really fascinating. that Because that's the last piece... Uh, is there any other piece that anybody else owns of Marvel? I'm trying to think. Now think that they so. have the Fox stuff, it's just the Sony's. It's just the Spider-Man stuff, right? Yeah. Which impacts Spider-Man, Spider-Verse stuff, some of the villains, yeah. right? So yeah, Mysterio. He's part of the Sinister Six. So yeah, it's. I, I, it'll be what I'm. I'm saying all that to say it's going to be interesting to see if and when. And I hope it's not if. I hope it's when. But it, it is if right now. If and when we get to see what the next Spider-Man movie will be, yeah, um, fascinating stuff. So, but I'm excited. Yeah, Marvel hasn't let me down yet. It'll happen at some point, right? Uh, Thor: Dark World, Iron Man three. I, listen, if that's the worst of it, what a glorious world we live in. Yeah, you know what I mean. Even that is fun. There's fun stuff in there. Yeah, you know. So, there you go. There's our uh, spoilers on Far From Home. We will be back with spoilers on Stranger Things three. Yep. Probably we'll do a spoiler episode. We'll see. I don't. It doesn't. Doesn't comedies don't always necessarily have to have spoiler episodes. But it's true. But we might we'll definitely talk about Stranger Things. Yeah, we'll definitely do spoilers on Stranger Things three. So yeah. we'll see you next week. Bye.